Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. COVID-19 has turned the world upside down. But is there any hope for us in these dark times? As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Thank God for a beautiful morning, a good time to worship in his presence. For some few weeks, we've been studying about love, that interesting topic about love. I want us to open our scriptures to 1 John chapter 4. Let's read from verse 7 to 10. Yesterday, we learned about the love of the Father, an amazing love. 1 John chapter 4, from verse 7 to 10. I read the International Standard Version. Dear friends, let us continuously love one another, because love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born from God and knows God. The person who does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God's love was revealed among us. God sent his unique son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful to you. We thank you because you are love. As we are gathered here, we pray that you speak to us. Reveal yourself to us through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. So love is one interesting subject that is being spoken about as we've discussed throughout the past two weeks. It's been one topic that almost most songs talk about much has been written about interestingly there's so much pain in this world either because of the absence of love or because of a misrepresentation of love so there is a strong desire for love and because people seek love everybody wants to experience love And because we need love, it has led to people having so much pain, frustration, because of the simple thing of 
the absence of love. But from what we are reading from scripture, what is love? The Bible says God is love. It means that when we are seeing the absence of love, what we are simply experiencing is the absence of God. When God is not in the picture, when we take God out of the picture, we take love out. There are so many mispresentations or so many things that looks like love. There are so many affections that are sometimes described as love. To like something, somebody will say, I love fufu and palm nut soup. Whether we can say that is love. Love can also be seen in the form of lust. So a manifestation of lust is sometimes described as love. It even comes in the form of admiration, admiring something. So you admire something so much, you say, I love this. But is that love? Sometimes it comes in the form of obsession. Somebody has strong obsession towards another or to, towards something. And the person describes it as love. Then also we have infatuation. Situations where people cannot live without another in a situation that is uncontrolling. And it is time bound. It is very limited. After a while, it just disappears. And we wonder, but those people were so much in love, or this person was so much in love. What happened? But the Bible says that love comes from God. So for us to experience true love, to know love as it is, to have love the way it should be, because love will never cause troubles that we are experiencing. Love will not break hearts. Love will not destroy lives. For us to experience true love, we first need God. Because God is love. Where God is, that is where love is. So the scripture is saying again, it says, Dear friends, let us continuously love one another. Because love comes from God. So when we try to look out for love somewhere outside God, we may fall victim to something else that is not love. Because God is love. And that is why when Jesus was teaching about the most important commandments, he said there are two. First, love the Lord your God. Until you experience the love of God, it is difficult to give through love. You may give something that looks like love, but may not be that love that God is talking about. So first, to have true love, we must love God. We must have the love of God flowing through us. We must have that experience of God's love. And when God's love is shed abroad in our hearts, it becomes easier to, to give that love out to others. It says, everyone who loves has been born from God and knows God. The person who does not love does not know God because God is love. Now, it is important for us then to see 
what is love? Last week, Nana gave us a very good picture of what love is. And I want us to go back to that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So the Bible has so many stories about love, experiences, and messages about love. But in 1 Corinthians, it gives a vivid picture of what love is. It starts by saying that, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verse 1, If I speak in the language of humans and angels, but love, but have no love, I have become a vibrating gong or a clashing symbol. So, Bible is before giving us the details about love, gives us an understanding of things that may be seen sometimes as love, but it's not. So here we get a picture of someone who speaks in tongues, but it's not has no love. And Bible is saying that if somebody speaks in tongue and has no love, the person is a nuisance. And I don't know whether you have ever experienced somebody who speaks in tongues and does not love. The person doesn't care about the noise he or she is making and their effect on others. And I don't know how you will enjoy somebody speaking in a language you don't understand and the person keeps making noise in your ears. So Bible says that if you speak in tongues but you don't have love, so it means that that gift must work with love. Without love, speaking in tongues is nuisance. Bible says, if I have the gift of prophecy and can understand all secrets and every form of knowledge and have absolute faith so as to move mountains but have no love, I am nothing. Bible is simply telling us here, that if you desire to be very powerful and be recognized as a powerful person, but the motivation is not love, it equals zero. You achieve nothing. You bring nothing to the table. Even if I give away everything that I have and sacrifice myself but have no love, I gain nothing. People have gone to the extent of being uh, philanthropists and so on, and even martyrdom, getting killed, making sacrifices. But the Bible says, if the motivation is not love, the end results will be nothing. So, the question now is from verse 4. What is love? So, we're going to look at the characteristics of love. How Bible defines love. With all the explanations and the languages and the songs and everything that we've heard about love. What is love? Bible says love is always patient and love is always kind. In the whole chapter, these are the only two words that describes love. Patience and kindness. So when we are talking about love, we are talking about patience mixed with kindness. And that is the kind of love God wants us to have. If Bible says God so loved us, it is demonstrated in these two attributes. Patience, or other scriptures would say long-suffering and kindness. The ability to endure pain. The ability to endure injury. The ability to go through suffering. The ability to be, I mean, rejected. And yet, looking at whatsoever you are experiencing with a mind of kindness towards the person. 
This is the love God demonstrated to us. Bible says, even whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died. God did not wait for us to repent. God did not wait for us to change. He demonstrated the love in that whilst we were yet sinners. When there was no hope whether we would receive that sacrifice or not, he gave. And has been patient with us. And if we check our individual lives, even since we received Christ, how many times have we turned against God? Yet God is patient with us. Love is patience. Love is kindness. When these two characters are combined together, then we are seeing love. Many times we are calling for love. Many times we have interpreted love in many ways. But Bible is simply telling us, this is love. If you want to see love, you must see loving kindness. You, you must see patience. Those two working together. Then you are talking about love. So sometimes we get somebody showing some kindness towards us, but the person is not patient with us. The question is, is that love? Sometimes you have kindness towards somebody, but you are not patient towards the person. Is that love? Every other thing that is explained in this chapter just points to these two facts. It is just telling us how these two characters work together. Patience and kindness. So the Bible goes on to tell us what love is not. It says love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love is not self-seeking. And love is not easily provoked. So first, love is patient and love is kind. Love is not proud. Somebody may be patient, may be kind, but very arrogant. The relationship towards you is look to look down upon you. So I'm patient with you, I'm kind towards you, but I feel more important than you. That is not love. Love is patient, love is kind, but love is not pride. So when we see pride at work, even though there is patience and there is kindness, we must watch out. In our own lives, when we think we are patient with somebody, we think we love somebody. I love this person, but I can't tolerate this. Why can't you tolerate the person? Because you feel you are better off. I think that I like things to be this way. And this person wants it to be this way. And I can't tolerate that. What is influencing that? You think you are patient. But you have a mindset that makes you feel yours is better off. That mindset influences your distaste or dislike for that person. Love is not proud. Bible says that we must think, consider others better than ourselves. So love must not show signs of pride. It says love is not rude. Love behaves properly. So when you are in love, this character of love must manifest that when offended, things that doesn't offend you in a way that you misbehave yourself because you are in love. Is somebody abusing another and claiming it's in love? That is not love. 
love is not rude. Love is not insolent. Love does not despise others or trample them under. Love is not rude. Love is not proud. Love is not self-seeking. When most of the time in romantic love, people will say, I am in love and I'm in love. But all we are talking about, I have seen something that will benefit me. If that is gone, forget it. So it is about what I want in this relationship. Are we in love? If what attracted you to that other person is no more, will you be able to stay? One interesting story about love is the story about um, Jacob and the wife, um, Rahel. This man meets Rahel, falls in love with her, and went to see the father, and the father says, you have to work seven years, no pay, as dowry for the woman. And he decided, I will do it. Waited and worked for seven years without pay, and then was cheated. And then he went in and said, I can't take this, and said, then you have to work another seven years. And he was able to wait another seven years. Anytime I think, what was he waiting for? 14 years. Just to marry one woman. Working without pay. All your salary is going to pay for the dowry for one woman. For 14 years. He marries this woman. And in those days, the most important thing to show that you are a man is to have a child. And marries this woman and no child. Had to wait for so many. Jacob had 10 other children before Rai had the first child. And yet, for Jacob, the first time he's had a son is when Joseph was born. The son of my old age. He loved the woman so much that he was patient with this woman throughout. Amen. Love is patient and is kind. Love manifests in always providing support to the person you love to help the person become better. This is the love that God had manifest towards us. Love is not self-seeking. Love is not proud. There are four things the Bible mentioned that love does not do. Things that love will not do. It says love does not boast. Love does not keep records of wrongs. It does not mean that you easily forget. But you don't put it down to say, okay, this is the number one. The next time it happens again, I will show my true colors. What are those colors? So love does not keep records. Yes, when it happens again, you may remember, ah, the other time you did this, why are you repeating it? But you don't put it on record as a reference point. Love does not delight in evil. Last week when Nana was speaking, something came to mind. I said, hmm, we need God to have love. Love does not rejoice in evil. What struck my mind? If there is a negative news about the political party you don't support, are you excited about that? 
the person you don't like, when you hear something evil has happened to the person, what happens to you? Are you excited about that? Yesterday night, I saw a message that some armed robbers had been killed on the highway by the police. And then a friend said, this is good news. And the first thing that struck me was, are they truly armed robbers? Did the police, because it is easy for the police to, I mean, kill people. They said there was shooting and they killed, we were able to, there were about 15 people, they killed five and the others escaped. Is it true that there was a shooting between them or just that saw the people midnight, had information, these are armed robbers and killed them? Are you just excited because you have just been, ever been robbed and therefore you've heard that some people have been killed as armed robbers and you are excited? Love calls for justice. Yes, wrong must not be encouraged, but it must be done the right way. Love does not celebrate when another person is forced into evil. Whenever you see that you've heard something negative about somebody and you are excited about it, check yourself again. Are you in love? And this love that God is asking us to manifest is not just towards one person. Bible says that we must love. It means that everybody deserves this love. We must not seek that love, but we must give that love. God gave, and that is what God expects of us. Love does not delight in evil. Love is not envious. Are you competitive? Are you happy when you see somebody excelling? Or you feel like, I, should, I deserve better. I must have this, not this person. I deserve this better. Do you love somebody, and yet you always want to be ahead of the person? I have this friend who always tell you, oh, whatsoever he has is the best that ever happened to the world. If you didn't attend his school, said, oh, your school is good, but you see, if you don't attend this school, you don't really have that experience of a good school. If he's a member of ACC, he will tell you that. So if you go to other churches, yes, they are good. But the right place to experience God is ACC. Are you competitive? Do you always want to prove that you are better than others? That is not love. Interestingly, the Bible goes on to tell us things that love will never do. It says love will never fail. It means that love is not limited to circumstances or time. Love endures beyond time and generations. I'm just repeating these words. Nana taught us the details last week. I'm just repeating them to provoke our thinking and search, self-searching again. For us to ask ourselves, do I have the love of God in my life? Have I been going around seeking for love? Oh, people don't love. Oh, I'm not getting love. Do you love? First, let's check ourselves. Do you love? Four things that love will always do. Bible says love will always protect. It does not mean that love will... Um, protect you whether that's right or wrong. But love is not excited to report about people's faults. 
Love is not interested in gossiping. Because in gossiping, you are painting somebody's faults to another. Bible says love protects, love covers, love will always cover. It means that if you have to talk about somebody to another, the interest must be to look for solution. But if the interest is to point out that as for this person, he or she is like this, love doesn't, is not happy when negative information about any person is being published. Love protects, love covers. Love trusts or love believes. Love trusts in God and has that hope that it will be better. Love does not give up on people. Bible says love believes always. It doesn't mean that you believe if you know Matthew is a thief. You still say he didn't steal. But love believes means that you are not quick to judge. You are patient. You want the facts. And even when the facts and the evidence shows that this is wrong, it hurts you. It bleeds your heart. And you hope. So the two were said to He said, love trusts and love hopes. It means that with love, even when it is wrong, you have that hope that it will get better. You don't give up on people. It says, love perseveres. Love will never fail. Amen. This is the character of love. Patience and kindness. All the other attributes is simply telling us what love will not do. What love will do. Things that love will always do. And things that love will never do. But the real character of love is patience and loving kindness. How patient are we with one another? How kind are we with one another? How kind are we towards one another? Bible says that if a man in the book of um, Psalms, talking about love, it's a man who gives his whole wealth in exchange for love. The person will be mocked. Because love is not something you can buy. We cannot buy love. We can only receive love from God and manifest God's love. If we want the world to be better, let us get one thing first. The most important thing for us is to know that God loves us. Are you seeking for love? Are you hungry for love? Are you searching for love? The first important thing to know is that God loves you. Have this assurance that you are loved. You are really loved. God cares about you. Yesterday, Gloria explained this. He said, he is willing to leave the 99 just to seek the one. God has so much interest in you that he will let leave the 99 safe and come searching out for you just to save you. He will go to every extent to save you. And that is the assurance we should have about God. He loves us so much. And as we step out into the world, as we meet people at our workplaces, at our homes, in the church, in our community, let us have at the back of our mind 
we are the beloved of God. And when, if we are the beloved of God, we must not be afraid to express love. It does not mean people will not betray us. People will take advantage of us. People will try to abuse us because of our love. People will take, try to do all forms of things because of our love. But because we are motivated by the love of God, we will overcome. And by God's love, we will be able to transform the people and the society around us. Amen. Let's be on our feet and pray. Maybe you have gone through experiences of disappointment, pain, desperation. You've been hungry for love. You have searched for love. Looks like love is far away. But the truth is love. You are the beloved of God. You are loved. I want us to pray just thanking God that you are loved. I want you to appreciate this goodness of God confirming to yourself that you are God's loved one, that his eyes are on you. When I was growing up as a little child, I go to bed sometimes, go and play around and just jump into bed and sleep. Middle of the night when it is very cold, I'll wake up and realize I'm covered. I never go to bed with my cloth, bedcloth, but in the middle of the night when I wake up, I'm all, there's always a cloth covering me. My mom wakes up every midnight, comes around to search my dad, before going to bed, will come around and check by 10 p.m. if everybody's home. If anybody is not at home at 10, he goes around looking for him. My mom wakes up at about 2 a.m., comes around, anybody not covered, looks for a cloth to cover us. One day I asked her, why do you do this? He says, God's eyes move to and fro, searches and caring for his own. I'm just playing the role that God has given me. God loves us so much. Even where we find ourselves at a place where there is no love, he finds a way of bringing love our way. He loves us. And we must just assure ourselves of this, that we are the beloved of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We pray that your love will fill our hearts. That we'll be able to manifest your love to the world. That we'll step out knowing that we are loved and not be afraid. Because your love tells us that perfect love casts out every fear. We will step out with that confidence knowing that our Father loves us. Wherever we are, his eyes are on us. And therefore, we manifest your love in every situation. We thank you that you grant us wisdom, insights, 
to take the right steps at every moment and to be able to identify falsehood. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church on Zoom, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.